Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Warriors Arise podcast. I am your host, Jane Zahasky, and again with me today is Susie Hansen and Stephanie Reed. Good morning. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? Great. How are you? Great. I am so excited for today. Me too. I know. We're have so much fun. This will be a little different podcast. I'm so excited because we've had several listeners reach out to us with questions and comments from our podcast so far. And I thought today would be the best day to just address those, answer some of those questions, and yeah, encourage others to, yeah. to ask us more questions because we love this. We do love the questions. Yeah. It's building community yeah. and just conversation. And that's what we're and here for. Let's not for. forget, this podcast is for all of you listeners. Yeah. So the more that you can get involved, mm-hmm. the yeah. better. So yep. we want to hear from you because, again, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So ready for the first one? Yes. Ready. Okay. The first one is, why is this ministry called Warriors Arise? And they specifically were referring to the word warriors. So mm. why warriors? That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, we are all warriors. Mm-hmm. We are. A warrior defined, mm-hmm. I looked up the definition, and a warrior defined is a person engaged or experienced in warfare. Ah, that's good. Or a person engaged in some struggle or conflict. Right. Well, who hasn't <laughs> ever been engaged in some kind of struggle or conflict? Exactly. That's life right it, there. <laughs> it really is. It's life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I always say we've either been in a battle or in the middle of a battle or we're about to go into a battle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we are, by definition, warriors. Yeah. And sometimes we just get so weighted down under the battle. Mm-hmm. We go into those invisible prisons that we talk about all the time and kind right. of give up. Yeah. Yeah. And so this That's is about good. warriors arising mm-hmm. and engaging in the battle to become victorious. Yeah. And when I picture a warrior, I just think of someone standing tall and and strong yes. and, you know, just almost like carrying that honor of, I went through that battle. Bring yeah. it on. Like, I can do this. I am victorious and I am a warrior. Yes. I love that. And when I think of warriors, I think of the preparation that they mm. put into the battle. Yeah. yeah. I think about the armor that they mm-hmm. have on. It's very strategic. Yeah. It is there That's to protect good. them. Mm-hmm. and. This is a whole nother topic, but, you know, those of you who are familiar with the armor of God, Mm -hmm. my favorite piece of that information is about how the armor does not go all the way around us. Mm -hmm. It's because nothing is armored on our backside because that's where the army is. That's why we need other people locking arms with us to fight these battles. Yes. So I love the preparation piece when it comes to warriors. Oh, that is so good. It is. Oh, I love that. And that, again, is all about community and why we're doing this together. Yes. So so good. Great question. Yeah, that was a really good question. All right, here's another one. This kind of goes back to episode 11, The Power of Our Words. And she asks, how do I truly renew my mind? And how do I stop listening to the lies that I'm comfortable with, that's easy to believe, and why is it so hard to change? That is another great question. I know. There's a lot in that question. <laughs> it's and it's loaded. Like, wow. We question. could spend an entire podcast talking about 
Yeah. That which we kind of did with the power of our Right. Words. Yes. Yes. But I love this. And there's actually scientific evidence mm-hmm. that our thought life affects our physical health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Caroline Leaf. She wrote a book right. called Switch On Your Brain, mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it. But it actually talks about the science behind our brain and how our thoughts can affect us. And mm-hmm. so when we have these negative thoughts over and over again, we actually create neuro pathways in our brain. Yeah. And, and if you think about water on a river, mm-hmm. you know, it just naturally flows. Mm-hmm. And your thoughts are that way with these pathways that we create. Mm-hmm. And so we need to create new pathways with new thoughts. Right. And it can be very hard. And it's something that in the beginning that you have to be very intentional about mm-hmm. and be every five minutes sometimes. I yeah. mean, it's something that we literally mm-hmm. have to be aware of. One thing that you can do is begin to write down all your negative thoughts and then put a counteracting thought next to it and right. kind of train your brain to mm-hmm. reroute that narrow pathway, yeah. if you will. Yeah. To, so that mm-hmm. the initial thoughts are the positive ones right. and not the negative ones. But that takes time. It does. And you have to be aware of your thoughts. You know, the thinking about what you're thinking about. Exactly. That part, you have to identify those thoughts first before you can say, oh, yeah, now I'm supposed to think that positive thought, you know. But you have to become aware of the thoughts that you're thinking. And and if they come out into words, you have to hear yourself say that and say, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. I'm going to change those words around to be positive. And, I, you know, there's going to be good days. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be not so good days. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Where you just don't feel like mm-hmm. being positive. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Just hang in there. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to the part she says, how do I stop listening mm-hmm. to the lies? And so from an earthly standpoint, it reminds me of maybe a friend or a loved one, someone who's mm-hmm. hurt you, who spreads rumors about you, who spreads lies about oh, you. What right. do you do then? Mm-hmm. You set up healthy boundaries. Yes. That's so that good. you don't interact with that person yeah. or you don't associate within the things of that person. Right. So you would do the same thing with yourself. So if I told myself lies Mm -hmm. or if I received a lie from someone else and then believed it, then I have to safeguard Mm -hmm. my environment. Who am I around? What am I watching on TV? What am I listening to? So there are practical and earthly boundaries you can put up Mm -hmm. that are quicker but you still have to do what Susie said. You still have to replace those lies, but mm-hmm. you first have to put up safeguards. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Really, really good. And even along with that preparation that you were talking about with the warrior, we have to prepare for those negative thoughts. You do. That's and right. so having those positive counter thoughts ready to go. So once you realize, oh, that I'm just speaking negative over myself. You don't have to stop, open up your Bible or look in your notebook. Okay, what what am I supposed to say now? And you just have it ready, ready to go. Yeah. Oftentimes we can be reactive to Mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. I was just sharing with a young lady yesterday that we need to be proactive Mm -hmm. instead of reactive. And so this is a daily practice that we can put into place to be proactive Yeah. so that when something occurs, say you make a mistake or somebody treats you negatively, Mm -hmm. instead of reverting back to those negative thoughts about yourself, because you've been proactive, you're going to be 
more apt to go to the positive. Yes. Path. Yeah. Getting a game plan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you know they're going to come. Strategy. Sure. Yes. yes. Strategy. Yes. You know it's Love going it. to come, so you make a strategy or a mm-hmm. game plan so that when it does happen, you're more aware that it's yes. happening. Yep. And you you don't let it just bombard you and tackle you. You're like, oh, I know what to do. You know, it kind of gives right. you that confidence of, right. I know what to do with this. For example, yeah. a lot of people struggle with their self-image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I know that being around other people when I'm working out might give me some bad thoughts about myself, mm-hmm. I'm going to put a plan in place mm-hmm. before I go into a gym, knowing that it is a possibility that I might start comparing myself or yeah. think bad about myself. Mm-hmm. So knowing that might happen when I get there, I will already have a yep. game plan in place. Yep. Something I've done that. in the past with that is to put sticky notes, post-it notes on your dashboard yes. that just say, mm-hmm. you know, those positive affirmations to yourself. Yep. And that way you're looking at them on the drive all the way to the gym That's and good. reaffirming yourself all the way there. Yep. Yeah. So when you get there, you've put on your armor. Yes. One of my yeah. favorite things I do for those of you who don't know, um, I'm partners in a gym. And so there's a lot of members who come in and the first thing they do, they're so scared because mm-hmm. they see mm-hmm. all these other people doing something that they can't do yet. Right. Yet is the key word. So what I love to tell people on their first day, their third day or their third year, your best is enough. Mm, that's right. That's your so best good. is enough. Yeah. And you don't yeah. have to be anybody else's best because oh, your best is enough. Yes. In the minute, or I might say, you know what? You do you. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. Yeah. There's no expectations. Right. You do you. Yeah. And it seems oh, to put them so in a place good. of, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. I can yeah. rise up. Yeah. And be the warrior woman yeah. Yeah. that God has called me to be. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gosh, I love that. That was a really good question. That opened up a really great really conversation. Yes. So that's good. Great question. Thank you for asking it. Yes. All right. Here's another one. This one, I think a lot of people, I've heard this in different, asked in different ways. A lot of people struggle with this. So how do we trust a God that allows bad things to happen and yet, trust what he says about me this is true. So good. Yeah. <clears throat> so good. That is really, really good. It's a good. loaded question, too, because uh, there's a lot a of lot. questions inside that. Yes. Yeah. So let's break it down a little bit. Yes. So let's say that you do have a relationship with Jesus, meaning you've asked Jesus into your heart, but you yet don't truly believe what the Bible says he says about you, because mm-hmm. like this listener has mentioned— She has been hurt from her childhood. Mm -hmm. So what kind of God would allow that to happen? Mm -hmm. But yet he wants me to know that he thinks I'm beautiful Mm -hmm. or he thinks I'm healed and And how to trust that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great question. That really is. Yes. And so the first thing that I would like to talk about is how, you know, God allows free will into this world. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's not God who does the hurting. But yes, he. it is the, the sickness within us mm-hmm. as human beings born into sin mm-hmm. that yeah. makes these decisions that, you know what, some people are, are in the crossfire of people's reactions. Mm-hmm. And so for this listener in particular, you know what, you are hurt. You were seen by God in those moments, but you're in the crossfire mm-hmm. of people who made bad choices because of free will. Because God does not force Himself on any of us. Right. He wants us to love Him because we choose to love Him, not because He's making us love Him. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's so hard to understand. Mm-hmm. It really is. Because we know that God does have the power 
to stop mm-hmm. those things. And that's, that's, it's just such a big stumbling block. I believe that so many people trip up on, mm-hmm. but the fact that. of the matter is, is that God is a good God. Yeah. He is love. He's incapable of anything else. It's human beings that hurt us. Mm-hmm. It's other humans that hurt us. Yeah. God didn't do it. In mm-hmm. fact, God was with us in that. Mm-hmm. And, and he wept with us in that. Yeah. And he never leaves us. Right. And so it can be hard to kind of separate in your mind the difference, you know, between mm-hmm. God and man and how could he let this happen. And, you know, Scripture does tell us that his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. And if you will, he can kind of see a bigger picture. Right. We're only seeing a pin drop of mm-hmm. a giant picture. Right. And so... We have to understand and just trust that yeah. God is love mm-hmm. and that man is fallen. Mm-hmm. We are separate from God in our sin. That's how we're born. Right. And it's not until we come into relationship, as Stephanie's already said, mm-hmm. with Jesus mm-hmm. that we can become connected to God. Yeah. And so you've got human beings out here disconnected, yeah, living yeah. out their flesh hurting good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd yeah. also like to point out to those of you who have these same questions, I can guarantee you that you've also seen God show up in your life before mm-hmm. yeah. and give him credit for it even. Yeah. So right. it's also important to remember the goodness of God in that he doesn't change. Mm-hmm. He is so consistent. Yes. He is the same yesterday as he will be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important for us when we get caught in that mind trap yeah. that you know what? He was good in the midst of my pain, and he is good still today. Yes. Yeah. Because he doesn't change, and he doesn't tease us. He's not going to dangle right. a carrot and be like, if you love me, mm-hmm. I will get you through this. Right. He's already promised, and he already has gotten us through this, that it was what the cross was for. Yes. That is why Jesus died. Yes. Yeah. Give us that. to take. So I think it's just important to also remind yourself of those, and when you're in those moments, <clears throat> what has he done for me lately? What did right. he do? Because if you are standing today— you have won. Yeah. You're talking about the past pain. That means yes. you've overcome it. Yes. You're on the other side already. You've already overcome it. Yeah. So therefore, you you experience the goodness of God. He yeah. got you through to today to ask this question. Yes. And then I think it's that next step of trusting him to get you to the next level, to That's the next right. day, to the next whatever it is, that next season, and trusting him about what he says about each one of us. Yes. You know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because he is. He is good. He's and, good. A mistake that I, I used to make as well in that, because I, I've stumbled and I've wrestled with the same things, mm-hmm. with the things that I've been through. And that is we have a tendency to humanize God. Oh, yeah. And so we kind of relate God to the humans in our life mm-hmm. that have hurt us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But God's not human. Right. He's, he's, good, he's Susie. a spiritual being. Yeah. And he is pure love. So. He's incapable he of hurting us. He is incapable yeah. of hurting us. Yeah. yeah. And also, one other thing, I feel like as humans, we want to know all the answers (laughs) and that just why, why, why. And and God does not even want us to know all the answers. Right. You know, he's loving us in that way that that he doesn't, we don't need to understand it all. We just have to trust him. For you who are parents, I think you can understand that because you don't tell your children everything because you're trying to protect them from information that could hurt them or not help them. That's right. 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 It's the exact same thing. Yeah. 
It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Ooh, that was oh, good. Another great question. Mm, I like that yes. <laughs> All right. So we had another listener. She said, I started reaching out to Jesus for help to help me find my identity. Now, what is next? So it sounds like she took that first step and said, I'm, you know, I'm looking for my identity, Jesus. Like she turned to Jesus and said, okay, Jesus, help me find my identity. Who am I? And so now she wants to know, like, what is next? So what do you guys think? What would you tell her? The first thing is to remain uh, or to have an open line of prayer constantly. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah, for sure. Because you're going to get sidetracked. You're going to get discouraged because yeah. your identity doesn't just reveal itself overnight. Right. Even though it's written in the Bible for us. Yeah. But for us to understand it and to replace all of our bad thoughts, yeah. it's going to take some time. So yeah. give yourself some grace and patience, but keep that line of prayer open at yeah. all times. Yeah. And Pray with other people. Mm-hmm. Invite someone that you trust inside that prayer circle and have them partner with you. Yeah, I love that. Praying, and it reminds me, prayer is a two-way conversation. A lot of times we go into our prayer time with all the questions, yes. all the words, and we don't stop to listen. That's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, all our hands are up. <laughs> and so it's a two-way conversation. So when you are, even if you're just starting that relationship with Jesus, give Jesus time to speak to you That's too. Good. That's good. Yeah, that is very good. And if you're if you're working on finding your identity in Christ, you've obviously given your life to Christ and accepted yeah. Jesus into your life. Yeah. So congratulations. Yes. That's awesome. I would encourage you to read your word because that is another great way that God speaks to us. In fact, in Ephesians Chapter one, there's a lot of really great things mm-hmm. in that chapter about our identity yes. in Christ. Yes. And so I would just encourage you to spend one minute mm-hmm. or two minutes mm-hmm. and just build up. You yeah. Know, we're not going to start out spending an hour on our knees mm-hmm. each day, mm-hmm. you know, and, right. and it doesn't have to be that. We got to start right. somewhere. Yeah. And so in Ephesians 2 mm-hmm. 10, it mm-hmm. even tells us that. For we are God's masterpiece. Mm -hmm. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do good things He planned for us long ago. And I think it's also important to remember we are a new creation the moment Mm -hmm. that we say yes to Jesus. Now, does that mean... Life just starts over and slates right. are erased. Yeah. And, you know, we may not feel brand new yet. Mm-hmm. And so. Right. But we have to truly believe it before exactly. we can walk it out. That's right. So it, it's kind of that internal work that, yes. you know, in your mind, the thoughts that you're thinking and in your heart, the words that you're using, you have to start being intentional about changing that to walk into that relationship. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That Ephesians 2, uh, verse 10 that one is so good, and I encourage people to say it out loud and then say it in first person. Like, for yes. I am God's masterpiece. He has created me anew yes. in Christ Jesus, so I can do the good things He planned for me long ago. That's good, Jean. And it just makes it real. It makes it like it's me. He sees me, yes. you know, and that a lot of times we just we feel like He doesn't see us. You know, yeah. we get into that 
into a season. I mean, we all can still easily go there, but it's like, I'm not seen. I'm invisible. Nobody cares. But he does. He sees you. I like the part of the verse that says, the things that he's planned for us long ago. Yeah. Yeah. That just provides so much comfort for me because I know there's so many people who really struggle with not knowing that God has a purpose for them. Right. He has a purpose for you, even if you don't even know him yet. That's right. Even if you choose not to know him yet, he still has a purpose for you. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I love that. Yes. We know a man here in Oklahoma who spent some time in prison and his cellmate accidentally led him to Jesus by misusing the word. <laughs> That's the power of the word. Go God. He was quoting it <laughs> and using it sarcastically, and it still led his cellmate to Jesus. Wow. Oh, man. So Come on. Awesome. That is the best. That is the best. So, yes, start reading the word. Get it in yes. your head. You can even download the Bible app and listen to the word. Yes. Yeah. And you can have a Bluetooth in your phone or in your car and yes. be driving down the road and listening to the Bible. Yes. Just let your conscious word. absorb it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so good. All right. So that leads us right to this next question, where to start in the Bible to find your identity. That's great. Oh, there's some good examples there in the is. Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could spend a whole podcast again. talking about this one. Yes. I know. This yes. is so good. So first off, like if I start like, Genesis, Exodus, uh, Moses is a yes. great example, right? Oh, uh, yes, he stuttered and he thought he couldn't do, he was good for nothing, basically. He yes. had all the excuses. He did. Yeah. And for those of you who have really struggled with your identity because of an adoption, or mm-hmm. maybe you were in foster care and you always felt like maybe nobody did want me, mm-hmm. Moses could understand what that was like. Yeah. You know, he was born a Hebrew, then raised as an Egyptian, which were enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so God was preparing him to do these majestic things for him. Yeah. But at first he had to struggle with his identity before he could fulfill his purpose. Mm-hmm. So again, there's always purpose in your pain. Yeah. But look how much we talk about Moses. Those of yeah. you who have heard any kind of Bible story have probably heard mm, of Moses. Yeah, one of and he had one of the most, yeah. the biggest identity crisis yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. And look how God used him. Oh my gosh. That's such a great way to greet his people. Yes. From 400 years of slavery. Yes. Go Moses. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I love it. I love it. And then how about the conversion of Saul to Paul? Oh, gosh. Okay, seriously, the Bible is so (laughs) exciting. I mean, it really is. I have a friend that always says, if people tell me that the Bible is boring, they have, never read, right. yeah, they have never read how the donkey can talk and how the <laughs> seriously can, can be in a fire and but not be burned. <laughs> but not be burned. So yes. I just have to ask you girls sitting next to me, and probably all of you who are listening who understand the conversion of Saul to Paul, which we'll talk about in a second, but yeah. are y'all envious of Paul? <laughs> yes, I, am. I am. I mean, he went through, oh my gosh, yeah. something I would never want to experience, but right. man— what he got to experience with our Savior, oh, I yeah. am so envious. Uh, yes, that moment for sure. oh. of the conversion. Yes. Explain the conversion. So Saul was a murderer of Christians. Mm-hmm. He hated the Christians, yeah. and he sought them out to kill them because the message of Jesus Christ was just blasphemous that mm-hmm. he came and died and rose again. It was blasphemous. So yep. he sought out Christians to kill them. Mm-hmm. And he was on the road to Damascus with his team to go kill more Christians mm-hmm. when Jesus met him there on the path. He was struck with 
blindness and he could just see mm. Jesus and yeah. Jesus was talking to him and saying, you know, why do you persecute Gosh. me? Yeah. Ooh, I, so, I know. I know. A personal encounter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we can have personal encounters yes. with Jesus here, but, yeah. but not quite like that. Well, anything is possible. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. But so from then on, you know, he was blind for three days mm-hmm. and he went into town and then he was healed and, mm-hmm. and his sight returned. And from that moment on, he lived his life for Jesus. Yeah. And Paul went through so much persecution yes. and beatings and shipwrecked. I mean, all the above. But he did it for Jesus. Yes. Paul is responsible for spreading the gospel mm-hmm. back in the beginning yeah. to the church. Yes. yes. I know. Yes. So huge conversion, huge identity. Can you imagine one day you're killing Christians? Right. <laughs> the next day you're living for I Jesus mean, as a Christian. No kidding. Spreading the gospel. Like he probably was like, what the heck just happened to me? You know? <laughs> and then think of all his friends, like all his killing buddies, you yeah. know, they're probably like, okay, what? What do you mean? Now because you're... they couldn't see Jesus. They heard right. this booming voice, but they couldn't see Jesus. Mm-hmm. Paul they... saw Jesus yeah. in that moment. Yeah. And Paul was like, you know what? You can think all you want, but I I know what I'm doing. And he was like on his path. And he was humbled. Yes. Like that and served. And he didn't worry about Lord what his friends Savior thought. From that moment on. Yeah. That's right. And I heard our pastor illustrate it this way. You know, Paul is sitting in a dungeon, basically, yeah. with shackles. Mm-hmm. And he has a guard, you know, chained to him yeah. the whole time. And so he sees this as an opportunity. Yeah. To mm-hmm. again spread the gospel, teach right. because he's just preaching in this dungeon, mm-hmm. and this guard has to listen to him because he's chained right. up to him. Yeah, and so that happens is, but the guards keep changing out, and so uh-huh. he sees it as not as a yes. He's like, yeah. not only do I get to preach the gospel to one guard, uh-huh. but I'm going to have multiple guards in here. So yeah. who is actually in prison here? Right. Is it me or is it them? Yeah, right. What a perspective shift. Yes. It is. Because he always wanted to go to Rome. That happened mm-hmm. in Rome towards mm-hmm. the end of his life. And he always mm-hmm. wanted to go to Rome. When he finally got to go to Rome, he was there as a prisoner. <laughs> yeah. And that's when he called himself a prisoner for Christ. Yes. You know, oh, and so he could have very easily had a bad attitude about that mm-hmm. and and not said a word but mm-hmm. instead he or taken that as an opportunity yes. no oh, to preach the gospel to every guard he was handcuffed to yeah i can't wait to meet him i know oh, he's it's another be one of my great. favorites yes yes well friends i hope you hear the excitement in our voices <laughs> when we talk about the bible cuz you know a lot of times we just say you know go to your bible read the bible go to his word and, you know, if you haven't experienced the life that's in the Bible, you kind of are like, oh, oh, okay, I'll open it up. I don't know what I'm reading. I don't understand it. But give it time. Yeah. Like, get in His Word, open it up, and ask Him to show you something. And each day, He can show you just a little piece. And it turns into a love for His Word and this just this excitement that you've heard us talk about. Yes. So, so, so good. Well, ladies, I also want to encourage you to send in your questions. We had so much fun doing this, right? I just want to say thank you so much to those of you who sent these questions in. It's let us know that you're out there and that you're listening and you're engaging with us. And we just so appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And we would love to do more of that. So send in your questions. You can do that. You can email it to us at info at Warriors Arise Ministry. 
warriorsariseministry.org. That's info, I-N-F-O, at warriorsariseministry.org. And on the subject line of your email, if you would just please put podcast question on there, and then we'll collect those, and then we'll schedule another podcast like this. this yes, was this is fun. It this was fun. fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Be sure that you um, subscribe to our podcast, rate and review if you'd like, wherever you listen to this. Share with your friends and um, connect with us on Facebook, um, Instagram. We're always posting some really yeah. great things out there. So we're always watching that. Stay in communication with us. We would love to do life with you out there in social media land. <laughs> so fun. And as always, it's time to rise up, warrior, and, and step, step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.